What's up, what's up everyone? Welcome to another week of the GoLink Show. My name is Ben, the host and founder of GoLink. GoLink is a supportive community of growth junkies and life learners embracing weekly challenges. Each week we find a new way to level up and learn something new. So it could be a cold shower, waking up at 5 a.m., a kind act, taking yourself on a date, journaling, meditating, various fitness activities, and much more. These challenges are inspired by mission-driven brands that align with our values. So if you're crazy like me and you love to level up and you're always looking for ways to evolve and grow and step into your fullest potential, then GoLink is just for you. Join us every week on social media to participate in these weekly challenges. Embrace the challenge with me at GoLink Group. The GoLink Show, this podcast, recounts experiences from life enthusiasts with a unique perspective. So they could be a mother, a teacher, business owner, coach, entrepreneur, somebody with many years of experience, or someone just stepping into their arena. Wherever they are in life's journey, we all have a story to tell. So we delve into the struggles that we come across during our journey. How do we find the will to make it through? What role does failure play in our lives? What tools and lessons have we learned from those difficult experiences? Let's talk about the process and not just the result. We discuss this and much more in the show. Thanks for tuning in. Yo, what up, gang? I'm excited to introduce you to Kevin Crenshaw, who will be leading an in-depth workshop at the Golink Retreat in San Diego in February. So if you like this, just imagine what we can do in a room face-to-face. He'll be able to help you with what's personally holding you back because he is a love coach helping guide you to heal what's keeping you from your ideal relationship. And we talk all about love, 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 love. And this is just so good and it's so helpful for me and I hope it's helpful for you as well. So if you've been struggling, just hurt, you're still healing, whether in any type of relationship, not just romantically, it's understanding the psychology of it. And his approach is very unique and it's different than what I've heard before. So I'm excited for you. It's a cool, really no BS approach. And like from how we both, me and him, we both sabotaged ourselves in relationships and how you might be doing the same thing. That's one thing we talked about. Um, we talk about how we should not just do love, how we need to be love, how it's okay to be pissed off and experience human emotions, and how we went from a shy kid to coaching and speaking on tour and his advice for aspiring speakers, coaches, and influencers. So let's just hop into it because it's going to be fun. It's going to hit you deep. You're going to need a bubble bath after this because it really does. He asks some questions that you really have to answer for yourself. Like it hits hard. So come into this with an open mind, an open heart. Most importantly, that open heart and get ready. Here we go. Enjoy. Oh, one other thing before we get started. So we recorded this when I was in L.A. and there was construction right in the house next to us. So you might hear some construction noises. But that just means it's raw, baby. That means it's real. All right, y'all. Here's the episode with Kevin Crenshaw, the heart guy. Enjoy. Mr. Kevin Crenshaw. What it do, my dude? It's great. Loving life. (laughs) Fantastic. It's great. You're fantastic. Thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Of course. This is going to be good. Um, Already for just two dudes who literally met 10 minutes ago. (laughs) I feel like. In real life. In real life. Yeah. I feel like we're already pretty bonded but i think that's a that's a testament to your realness mm, thank you 
<laughs> I appreciate that. You know it, dude. So we'll start off. Um, I already gave you an intro in the beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the episode. Um, I know you get this a lot, but what in the world does someone in their mid-20s know about love? Well, so you, you said initially when I first got here, mm-hmm. you were like, dude, how do you know? Like, you're just so wise. And in my head, I was like, yeah, because of all the trauma. Like, quite literally, I was like, because mm-hmm. I've been through the shit. Yeah, I've watched you know? your, I watched your, like, everyone, you can go, there's a link in his um, bio that you can go watch your story if my you want. Story, yeah, yeah, full story, 30 minutes. He's not lying. <laughs> so, so yeah, well, give us a brief intro or yeah, go I into mean, it. I mean, you know, as a relationship coach, love coach, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call me. And one of the things like the, the number one question I get asked is like, mm-hmm. how'd you get into that? How, what the, mm-hmm. like, cause that's so weird mm-hmm. uh, or uncommon, I should say. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I got started because of my own trauma. Like my ex fiance cheated on me and dumped me and I held a loaded pistol in my mouth. So, like, dude, I didn't know it was that deep. Yeah. Bro, I just got chills. Okay. <laughs> like I, you know, and then after that I sought answers. Um, and then it happened again two more times, like with two relationships after her cheated on me. And I was like, what? Okay, what the fuck? Maybe it's me. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, a pattern. Um, and then I, th- that was yeah. when I just really dove in and got serious about it, like yeah. my, changing my life and not just understanding more things, but like implementing mm-hmm. stuff. And then mm-hmm. long story, you know, I was building a fitness career at the time. Yeah. and. A few years later, I was able to help a friend save his marriage, and I was like, fuck, I'm good at this. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, you know, here we are you know, more years after that, and this is uh, mm-hmm. this is what I do. I help people get out of their own way because, yeah. like, you, 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 the question was, what do you know about love? Mm-hmm. Well, we all inherently know how to love. I don't give mm. people advice. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Mm. You deep down know what you should yeah. do, what you want. I'm here to help you get out of your own way. And so that's through healing trauma. That's through healing conditioning from your past. That's been from a heightened emotional experience. Mm-hmm. And it's quite literally getting your brain to work in, in congruence with your heart and your spirit. That's cool, dude. So how have you, dude, that's crazy. So going back to, and I don't remember her being your fiance either. Mm. That's crazy. So how long were you dating? Three and a half years, four years. That's a long time, dude. And so what did you, well, first question, how did you begin to heal? Or once you recognize that pattern, mm-hmm. what did you do? Because I think it's so easy to be like, it's other people, yeah. right? But I've heard of like, no, it really is you. And somehow you're sabotaging yourself and attracting people mm-hmm. who are going to cheat on you, even if those people have never cheated before. Mm-hmm somehow yeah, they all none of them did she did before oh you dude. know what i mean so i'm i was like oh interesting and here i am thinking that i'm just sharing my oh, big heart like yeah. i love you so fucking much bah. but it was subconsciously yeah i was loving so that they wouldn't leave me i was like okay i'm gonna do this so that you won't yeah to, to like grasp for that security versus like oh my god you're a dope human i just want to gift you mm. which is what love is Right. So I think attachment, obsession, uh, things of that nature aren't love at all. It's mm-hmm. actually a lack of love and you're seeking to grasp it. And, um, you know, I, I do a lot of work with like defining love with my clients. Mm. What's your common subconscious definition about love and relationships is going to dictate the story that plays out in your life. And so mm-hmm. if we're just kind of like thrown into society, you can, you, you know, TVs, movies, um, 
Hollywood does an amazing job of portraying love as like suffering. Like you have to like one person's running, the other person's chasing, and then that's uh. the whole entire movie. And then finally they win them over, and they get to change their mind because they love them enough. But the shit that's not real. So what is real? Being honest. Hmm. Now let me back up because. Is it real? Maybe in some regards, you know, there's that's that's happened before, but everybody loves to be the exception. And Mm. right now, especially with a lot of work that I've been doing recently, I'm helping people that were like me that had codependent tendencies. So that is and more empathetic and more like just love to give and and you never like give to yourself. You know what I mean? I totally know. you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like uh, in that regard, it's that's almost fantasized. I'm going to love you so much yeah. that you're going to love me back. And it's like that the, there's a slight difference there because huh. the point of love is to give to somebody so much. Yeah. But it's the intention. Are you doing it just because you love them and it's overflowing from how much self-love you have for yourself? You don't need their validation. Yeah. And that's all discernment, which is a very fine line. Dude, that's fascinating. So it's funny you say that because I went so earlier this year. So born and raised in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um I was recruited for a job to the East Coast. I broke up with my girlfriend of a year to leave to just because I felt like it was right. And the first night in this new city, I meet what I would at the time call the girl of my dreams. Like immediately, you know, I'm, I'm 28. I've never experienced like complete bliss, love, spiritual connection. Like, holy hell, who is this person and where have you been? Like, I've always just kind of been, okay, this is really good, and we're kind of building up, you know, hoping that that feeling is going to come up, but I've never felt it until this. However, um, you know, it's been months now, and I've learned a ton from it, and I don't know. Like, I think I might have been, like, trying to – but anyway, like, I definitely know I was, like, possessive because at time – for sure, I just know. Yeah, I just know (laughs) like that. I was like trying to like seek that validation and I was scared. I literally told myself this person is the one and you were scared to lose her. Yes. And if I lose her, I'm not going to find anyone else. So that then locks love as scarcity Mm -hmm. and you're and a lot of society does this where we link love to Mm. romantic love or sexual attraction. Yeah. When there's like multiple types of love. You know what I mean? And so um, I was doing some thinking about this actually today. I'm like, we'll be good (laughs) if you can hear it. So you can hear construction. These mics are pretty good at backing out um, background background noise. noise. But if you can hear, we're just we're (laughs) in what Kevin said, the the new Beverly Hills. So they're, they're building out here, but we're good. Okay, I forgot what I was talking about now. <laughs> oh, thinking you were th- doing some thinking on this today. Oh, so today I was thinking about um, get it, just get it, like love in general in a lot of personal development or healing work, which I do a lot of, is quite literally a return to love. Because when you can deep down, like in your subconscious, know that you're loved and safe, then that's creating a non-neediness, that's non-judgment, that's heightened awareness. Then you can mm-hmm. give from a purer. <laughs> then you can mm-hmm. give from a purer space. Yeah, that's cool, dude. So how you've definitely been through a lot, but what are some steps yourself? And I know you definitely teach that. Some things that you've done yourself to really heal that, to give from your heart without 
expectation or validation from other people. Yeah, I know one thing that I tell my clients to do a lot of mm -hmm. is mirror work. Mm -hmm. um, there's different healing modalities, right? Like a, a lot of my clients have gone to therapy, trying to talk about it, um, which I believe very strongly that therapy is on its way out from society because ah. it, it, therapy came about during an age, an era in human development where nobody talked about their feelings. Okay. We had a mask on. You don't talk about your shit. Yeah. So it's what was needed to mm -hmm. talk about things. Well, now everything, ev everything's online. Everybody's like talking about shit. So we're looking for tools. Mm. Um, so in, in that regard, that's where the healing comes in. Healing work of, okay, maybe you're journaling and even journaling, I feel there's a time and a place for it, but journaling alone is not going to change your life mm -hmm. because journaling is the mind trying to trick the brain. <laughs> you know, you, 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 yeah. instead of what, it's why I call myself the heart guy is because we bypass your conscious mind and go towards your emotions. So all of your conditioning on how you view love, self-worth, relationships, um, and how you approach those ar arenas in your life yeah. are all from heightened emotional experiences in your past. You mm -hmm. can call that trauma. Yeah. And those create conditionings that control your life. Well, all of personal development and healing is returning back to, oh, wait, I have love. I don't need it outside of myself. Mm -hmm. And when you can do that, you revert. You can choose a new conditioning and get your brain yeah. to work for your heart. How you do that is, like I said, mirror work is one of the things that I did. There's a lot that I do with my clients. That's one of them and one of the most powerful. Every time in my life I have changed my life, like the trajectory of what I was doing, mm -hmm. I'm not bullshitting you i had an honest conversation with myself out loud in the mirror i chewed cool. myself out i poured into myself and i said this shit ain't working this is what i'm gonna do huh. and you know the eyes are the windows to the soul but we usually relate that quote to romantic partners yeah why don't you get connected with yourself if you're looking mm. for self-love and you're looking to own your voice why don't you speak about your thoughts instead uh. of journaling and understanding them and staying stuck in your head that's uh, causing all of this stress and anxiety yeah get into your body breathe mm. use your voice use your emotions yeah. to create a new reality for yourself it's not about new understanding it's about a new emotional emotionally heightened response right that's so cool it's that it that's bypassing a lot of the thoughts and i think that mm. there is a time and place for it you do have a brain it matters <laughs> <laughs> right but yeah. like um, but for real transformation that can happen very quickly, it's about getting back into your body. And the, the practice that I used when I was a hundred pounds, skin and bones, heavily medicated, like depressed little kid and got into fitness mirror work. I, I was like, fucking, I didn't know what I was doing. I was literally 14. Nobody was home at my house. And I looked myself in the mirror after getting out of the shower <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm not even joking. Yeah. Like. I don't know how I had that awareness to do that, but I had a conversation as myself then mm. and as my higher self. Mm. I talked to myself and as myself, and it was this weird thing, and then, boom, changed my life. And then That's after cool. the breakup with my ex-fiance, mm -hmm. did it again. And I was just like this. I was in so much pain. I remember looking at myself in the mirror after brushing my teeth, and I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. No. Like, this is, there's something that's got to change. And that's when I was able to let go. So talking to yourself in the mirror like a crazy person like yeah that's, but that's cool, what's though. worked for me yeah i like that and but it's so uncomfortable to do that because it's confrontational and yeah. the world is avoidant most of society is very uh, we're avoiding looking at what we're sweeping under the rug hmm. but what we're sweeping under the rug is what's causing our pain and suffering 
It's not mm. your city, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you do you work with a certain demographic more than others? Most of my clients are women. Yeah. But I love working with men too. Yeah. That ha- that have that um a not willingness, I should say, uh-huh. to look into their shit and like deal with their emotional intelligence and stuff like that. Because men grew up in a paradigm where you know being emotional is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So it takes somebody uh, who's been through a lot of pain and really wants to get out of it, mm-hmm. which was me, or just somebody who has a heightened awareness as a man and is mm-hmm. really ready to walk that path. Yeah, it's funny, dude. Um, in that re- relationship I mentioned earlier. Yeah. You know, I like I'd like to think of myself like a heart-centered human and it was actually this was really damaging to me to my ego because it wasn't good enough, right? Like I was giving and for so many people it was like more than enough or they would want that. Mm-hmm. And so for someone that I was like too vulnerable or not um quote unquote like not masculine enough that was damaging to my ego. It was very interesting. So that's an interesting thing. So mm-hmm. you, I want to point on what you said. You said mm-hmm. not masculine enough. Yes. And you feel like you're a, heart, you're a heart-centric man. Right, yes. So, you know, I believe that everybody has masculine and feminine. So yep. for everybody watching, listening, like, we have both energies in us. It's an energy, not a gender. And yeah. when you can recognize that... And you can recognize that, hey, wait, okay, so the point of life is to be the highest integrated version of myself at all times, fully present, li- moving forward with integrity and love. Okay, so I need to become the highest integrated version of myself. That means mm. masculine and feminine. Yeah. So ladies out there doing a lot of feminine work, it's amazing, but they they then are trying to rely on men for the masculine side of huh. it. And it's, um, you know, the goddesses if you will or the queens out there killing it that i know and like energetically killing it mm-hmm. are integrated to their masculine they can turn that switch so what on. does that mean like what does that look like that energy the masculine energy for a woman what does that look like mm-hmm. that's get shit done do it mode right right which can be a mask by the way from okay. the wounded feminine so it's all uh, it's it's all subtle differences right yeah you know, everything is so subtle it is subtle <laughs> but it, it, it because motive matters and intention mm-hmm. is everything so what's the intention for you mm. being in that energy right now? That says a lot. Mm. Is it, be, you know, uh, and the feminine, uh, somebody, a, a woman who is feminine, just for example's sake, uh, will go masculine if she's not safe. Huh. She'll be like, oh, no, nobody's, nobody's driving this fucking ship. All right, I got to do it. Right? Versus mm. um, taking the higher road of a little bit more of an evolved approach, which is, okay, how can I be there for my man so that I can then empower him to take, charge and maybe wake him up to like mm. hey you're not being there for me or whatever it is and doing it in the right way in the right language that's effective communication mm. um rewind real quick mm-hmm. play just re- what we were talking about mm-hmm. uh, with masculine and feminine within yourself right yeah um even for the men the first time i heard that i have a feminine side i was like fuck that i don't want to be feminine <laughs> like yeah. i was like no i'm a man yes <laughs> And um, <laughs> being, in, I couldn't do what I do if I wasn't in tune with my feminine, mm-hmm. right? But I've integrated it, and it's so then it's just discernment and awareness of what's needed of me right now. Do mm. I need to be a little bit just holding space, or do I need to turn on Kevin yeah. fucking Crenshaw and like go through somebody's psychology and help them? Because mm. the masculine wants to fix, yes. the feminine wants to share. 
Yeah, the masculine is like doing and fixing and uh-huh. building, right? Feminine is more sharing, sharing. and experiencing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Creating. Creating, yes, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I'm You're passing. a creator. I'm learning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, it's just recognizing those energies in us, and mm. you know, you had mentioned previous that um, you were too feminine for her. You were showing up as feminine around mm-hmm. her. You as a person have mm-hmm. that feminine and masculine. So that's just some awareness of like yeah. your, I don't know if you know much about archetypes. Uh, what specifically? King, warrior, magician, lover. I've heard like about sides these. of yourself. I've heard of this, but I don't know a ton about it. You were it. just showing up as your lover, as probably. And mm. she saw that as, oh, he's just feminine. Yeah. She needed somebody that was a little bit more directive and certain. Not to say that you weren't, but yeah. you weren't showing up as that with her. Mm. Probably that out of fear because you were going to lose her because you didn't yeah. want to hurt her. Because <laughs> it's good intentions, right? Yeah, like you're a yeah. heart-centered man, so you don't uh-huh. want to hurt her. Mm-hmm. And I get it because I lived this story three fucking times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in not mm-hmm. hurting her, you then, you know, sabotage things. Yeah, so fascinating, dude. Why? So why do we ask why over and over and over again? Why can't we just be okay not knowing? Evolution. Mm. Um, we want, we're addicted to awareness. Mm. It's like a two year old, right? Why does this happen? Why is this this way? Because the more we can then understand where we're at and this realm, we can play in it. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like a a giant sandbox playground. Cool. So why did, if I do, if I touch this hot stove i why did i get burnt okay well i don't know it just happens Mm -hmm. but some people take it to the crazy nth degree and it's like oh because this chemical and this and this thing Mm -hmm. and this happens anatomically and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um we wouldn't be where we were at um technologically if if that wasn't the case so there Mm -hmm. is something to be said about asking why and getting curious but when it comes to relationships Mm -hmm. it can be detrimental because you start asking why but it's about the other person and it's never about yourself why are you a narcissist Versus why am I with a narcissist? Ooh, dude, I love that. You know what I that mean? And it, but that's a blow to your ego. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, oh, well, no, it's their fault. And um, it's just also recognizing, too, that none of the beliefs that we have mm-hmm. and how we're operating is a bad thing inherently. Your brain is trying to protect you so to keep you safe because your nervous system doesn't know the difference between physical pain and emotional pain yeah so you've got emotional pain your nervous system is going to do everything possible to avoid that experience again so it may create a story of a false belief mm-hmm. just to try to keep you safe and it's keeping you from actually what you want and then it's just causing mm-hmm. you more suffering and you're literally you are both your problem and your solution dude like and sometimes even when we know why we still ask why because we avoid doing the work because of what I was saying before. It's, mm-hmm. it's avoidance. We would rather avoid dealing with things mm. and get stuck in the drama instead of looking, looking at things. And which again, uh-huh. with going to the mirror work, right? That's uh-huh. why it's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's because it's so confrontational, but that is gonna, what's going to liberate whatever stress you got in your life. Cause you, there's this uh, quote that I saw recently that was like, some people struggle with sleep because sleep requires peace. Hmm. And if you don't have inner peace because you're constantly trying to strive and grab for external and you haven't looked at the monster under your bed and the elephant in the room within yourself, 
you're not going to be at peace. Is that the most common thing that you see? Uh-huh. Or like yeah. people just not looking or taking or they, ownership? Or they actually don't have awareness because it's never been brought into their sphere of consciousness before. Hmm. You know what I mean? So they, they're like, oh, wait, actually, yeah, okay. Like I, I love some of my clients that are like, they see it, they get that awareness, and they don't fight it. They just keep going into it. They're like, I had no idea that that was why this was happening. So for mm. some people, they don't have that awareness. Um, but notice what your subconscious is doing. Your subconscious is trying to keep you from that awareness to keep you in alignment with that story that you just fuck things up or you're not good enough or you're too much, whatever the story is. Mm. And that's the strongest force in the human psychology is to be in alignment with who you think you are. So mm. the fastest way to change your life is to change what you think, who you think you are. And it's funny because, like, what is the quote about, like, we are, ah, uh, it's not, like, about perception. Like, mm-hmm. nothing is technically real. It's just, like, what we perceive. Exactly. Your, your diagnosis is not your destination or your sentence, mm. life sentence, you know? I had ADD, ADHD, sleep apnea, allergies, asthma, all this shit when I was growing up. Really? I didn't let it sentence me. Do you still I, have but, it? Probably. I don't know. I haven't been to a doctor. <laughs> but I can tell you I, I can breathe easy. I don't, mm. I don't have sinus problems. Um, do I have ADD? I don't know. Is that a made-up thing? There's shit out there that's saying maybe. Yeah. I'm, I have a lot of energy. I know that. Mm-hmm. But now I've learned to focus when I got off the medicine, which is an interesting thing. Dude, well, let's go there. How did you learn how to focus? Straight up discipline. Like, I'm talking... So I went from that shy nerd kid that didn't talk to anybody in school mm-hmm. to literally like the jacked rip guy that everybody was asking for fitness advice. And now you're speaking in fr- now you're speaking in front of crowds. You know, I was uh, yeah, I was on TV. I was speaking in front mm-hmm. of crowds. Like I was I was teaching 22 group fitness classes a week. Woo! I was the most sought after group fitness instructor at the time. Um, and it was like. Dude, I was fucking killing it. My classes were packed. And how did I go from the shy kid to that? Mm-hmm. I jumped in and learned how to swim. I put a mic on, <laughs> shy as fuck, in front of 55 people. Even like your first time? Yes. My first class ever was in front of 55 people and I had a mic on. I, was, I don't even remember <laughs> the class. I blacked out. I'm not even joking. Yeah. You. But what I do remember is turning mm-hmm. the music off, lifting my mic up, and then everybody was so happy. And they were like, oh, my God, when's your next class? And, mm. the, and w- what I do remember doing was that class, I removed my brain. Yeah. If I had a thought, I would say it. I got out of my own way. Interesting. And then that, that became my net addiction to like, oh, wow, like I can get out of my own way and produce amazing results and have people feel better about themselves. Yeah. Which was yeah. feeding my codependent tendencies which was another story (laughs) (laughs) do do you prepare when you speak now or you just go into it i prepare energetically um Mm. you know i I have a full day event called unlock love it's Mm -hmm. 12 hours long where we like we do the work in the room it's not Mm. a fucking speech um where we help like wire in your own way and Mm. deal with deal with it right then and there and it's um, it's amazing i look over the syntax for 30 minutes maybe I, i read through it twice and then I prepare energetically. I'm good. And then you just feed off. You just feed off the energy in the room. Whatever is needed, I channel it because I'm in tune with my intuition. Mm -hmm. You know. So, um, and how the fuck could you memorize something that's 12 (laughs) hours long? You know what I mean? (laughs) No, you couldn't for 12 hours. 
What's one of your, I know you have a lot of cool stories with your clients or maybe from a seminar. What's one of your favorites out there? Mm. Of like healing or recovery or. And it doesn't have to be one. You could sit here for an hour. One of them. um, They were married for years. So a couple? Couple. But I was only talking to one person. Okay. Married for years and it was going south. Um. And I'm, I can't give details just because of the yeah. but they, it was going south. They were about to break up, and I, and, um, I was only working with one person and just showing her a little bit of a different awareness, giving her a little bit of more tools. We were able to change the marriage around. Um, and it was interesting because we changed it around. Things went great, and then they were kind of like rocky, and then great, rocky, and great. Mm-hmm. That's for life. That's life. And yeah. um, was able to help them recognize that the second you threaten, it's over. Or threaten to push the button of in the relationship, yeah. it's kind of already over. It's just a matter of time. Um, so that's a kind of a commitment you have to make as a couple for other couples watching. Or if mm-hmm. you're in a relationship, never threaten the relationship, or it's over. If so, you even think about touching the self-destruct button, you're you're done. You mm-hmm. cannot use that tactic. Also, you don't. You always need to just couples advice real fast on kind of going on a dude. Tangent. Go for it, like, man. That's why we're here. Everybody has pure intentions, and your your partner has pure intentions. Even if it, uh, you your oh, ego's man, hurt, this is good. even if anything, you have to know that this person loves you, and they're doing their best, and they're doing their best. Mm-hmm. So, they have good intentions. It's not an attack on you, but also you you know that you have good intentions already. You don't have to get at yourself for that. But you should never verbally or even physically right but attack them with how you're saying things so you could be extremely pissed off about them doing something or not doing something and you could be like fuck fuck (laughs) you could be punching shit yeah but never fuck you Uh. because that's completely different Hmm. the energy is not at them it's not a like do not Attack your partner like that's to be common fucking sins. Dude, but, but, I but love that. But that's I love what we. That's what we're. We've been. It's been modeled to us. Huh. Most of our parents didn't know what we were, they were doing either, and they were yeah. fighting all the time, and so we think that's normal. Dude, that, I love. It's so cool, like how you can go from like so intense and then just like very like serious and like calm again. Me? Yeah. <laughs> and and then it. laugh. See, it's like really cool, dude. Like you definitely. <laughs> You can take, you can mold and adapt, which is like super, super cool. Do you take your own advice regarding love? I practice what I preach or I yeah. preach. No, I, let me, let me rewind. I practice and then I preach mm. everything that I do. And all the advice that I say has been stuff that I've found for myself. Yeah. I didn't go to a seminar and learn or read a book and then learn yeah. it and then be, I'm now I'm a coach and I'm going to help you. Like I fucking did this shit. Mm-hmm which has a stronger level level of um, conviction that it works and um, believability within myself, right? Mm-hmm. Which is confidence. I can sleep easy at night because I know what I'm doing is real. Yeah. Do you have any, are you scared? Are you scared at all? Yeah. So like, <laughs> okay. Talk. What are you scared about? Dying too early and not mm. my, 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 it's not out yet. Like my message, what I'm doing is not mm. out yet. And so I have like books and apps and all this crazy shit. And I want to use it, utilize technology to help bring people together, like yeah. all this crazy stuff. And it's like, okay, that's creating some urgency within me mm-hmm. to uh, get out there and make it happen. Um, I, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. And yeah, dude, I'm excited for you, man. Like what you've already done has as many just over a year. It's been so I launched the Heart Guy as a brand a year and two months ago. That's crazy, dude. And uh, yeah, but that's the crazy. The craziest part about this is I've been the Heart Guy for seven years. Mm-hmm. I was just in fitness. Yeah. Because my 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 tagline, if you will, is put some heart into it. Mm-hmm. And I said that in a group fitness class one time. I think it was like my fir- one of my first years of teaching. Mm-hmm. And I was I I don't know you know Insanity the workout programs yep. like Sean T. Mm-hmm. I'm like Sean T. When I teach a group fitness class, I'm like in your face doing push ups. I can you, tell like, just being, let's go. Just and, being here right now with I, you. <laughs> I remember it was so invigorating. One time it just slipped my mouth. It was like put some heart into it, and I was like I got shivers uh. went down my spine, and I was like ooh. <laughs> Alive. All right, here we go. And then I, I noted, put a note on my phone, and I mm-hmm. kept saying it. And then mm-hmm. it caught on, and it became like I had T-shirts and shit, and it was fun. And like, yeah. I've always been the heart guy. Yeah, and that's cool. Like, what you've done in a year already. But I think sometimes, just generally speaking, you've done it for seven years. So someone looking in to you, mm-hmm. saying, "I want to do what Kevin does," whether it's coaching, whatever it may be, it's like they're going to compare yourself to you and say, man, he's, he's only 25. He's done this for a year. How is he blowing up and like doing clients and touring? What advice would you give to those people comparing themselves to you? Few things. Um, number one, I've done my 10,000 hours. I don't know if you've heard that rule. <laughs> you know, 10,000 hours is mastery. Well, I've done my 10,000 hours in front of a camera in front of an audience group fitness. Yeah. You know, I'm teaching so many exactly. classes a year uh, or a week for years. And then um, being on in front of a camera and like just getting myself comfortable in front of a camera mm-hmm. every single day. Um, so I had to build that because I was a shy kid who was literally yeah. sweating in the first video I ever recorded because mm-hmm. I was so nervous. I didn't talk to girls until my first girlfriend who became my fiance because my mom hooked us up. Like <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't I <laughs> initiate <it>. that shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I worked on my, I did the work on myself and. Also, fitness, I think, was looking back, was my playground. Yep. To, I knew how to have a voice. I knew how to market, brand, um, have create products and create um, programs and, and courses. And now I can just, oh, I already know how to do this. I'm just doing it towards what yeah. I mean, right? So it's like I've quite literally done it before. This isn't my first time. Yeah, and like, like you've, you've put in the work. I mean, so many people can say that is put in the work. Um, do you know who Ira Glass is? No, but there's this quote about just like when you start off, know just you're going to suck, Yeah, you know, or like maybe not that you're going to suck, but it's not going to be as good because you're going to improve. Like just know at the beginning that you got to put in the work and you got to start. You got to shut your inner critic up. Yeah. And just go, 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 go. Yeah. Your inner critic is going to be loud because you want to be perfect because you care. Is that bad? No, you care. So. Notice that that's why your inner critic is there is because you do care so much that you want to get it right Mm. and go, oh, well, I know consciously that I'm going to probably mess this up and that's okay. So I'm just going to go and take action. And that's Mm. not fighting away your inner critic. It's loving away your inner critic, which is completely different. Because if you fight your inner critic, it's going to push back harder. So how do you, what does loving your inner critic look like? Awareness. Oh, hey, I, you're trying to keep me safe because I, hey, thanks for letting me know I actually care about this. Hmm. 
<laughs> what you gonna do? Keep yelling at me? Huh, dude. If you could, if you got in front of the world for one for ten seconds, right? Because you're a very energetic person. I'm only gonna give you ten seconds. Okay, well, give me some time <laughs> to think first. Okay, I'm okay. I am going to just keep <laughs> just keep talking, and then we'll give you some time to think. But yeah, okay, if okay. you had ten seconds in front of the world, just ten seconds. That's it. What would you say to everyone? I've never asked this question before. But I feel like you have something just powerful to say. Well, that's like what's my core message, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I, it's it's um, cute and paradoxical, or paradoxical. It's cute and like ironic to say love mm-hmm. is the answer. But we all have different definitions and beliefs around love. So yeah. what's resonating with me right now mm-hmm. is that you're your own problem. You're your own solution. Ugh. Get out of your way and have fun. I like it, dude. Okay, that's awesome. So I pulled some of your um, Instagram posts, and I just want you to elaborate on them because they're just so good. Like, I was just looking at it, I'm like, dude, like, you know, sometimes, like, you all see, like, the tweet posts on Instagram or whatever, and I do them too, but yours are really good. <laughs> so <laughs> I, so I was like, we need to actually talk about this. <laughs> I love this. All right. So l- let's do this. Um, it says how much they treat is this, or is it how they treat? Okay. How they treat you is more important than how much you like, than how much you like them. How they treat you is much more important than how much you like them. Yeah, I think you typed out, typo. Yeah, that I one. typo that uh, one. But yeah, so it's, it's something along the lines <laughs> of, um, how they treat you matters more than how much you, you like them. Yes. Right. Um, I think I posted about this recently today on my Instagram story was, oh. uh, texting a client and I and I screenshot it because I was like this is good (laughs) just Uh came out of me I was like oh my god um but it was it was like it matters so much more about how you feel around them versus than how you feel about them like you know what I mean so that's kind of the same thing and uh Mm -hmm. to to that like how do they treat you how does how is the relationship between you guys how do you feel around them not what do you think about them Dude, this it's, is so it's a little good. bit different because a lot of people have a checklist of I want a, a yeah. tall man with a fit bod and whatever whatever their list yeah. is right and they treat yeah. it like a grocery list mm-hmm. and there is something to be said about it getting clear on what you want yeah um, but you also got to get clear on the relationship like what do you want to co-create Ooh. like what is the house that you're gonna build gonna feel look like that is really what you're after. And you're you're saying a figurative house. Yeah, uh, or literal, I don't know. Or literal. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how deep you want to go with that, right? Yeah. Um, Dude, I love that, though. Like, it's not how you feel about them. It's how you feel around them. Yes. Dude, because, yeah, again, from personal experience, you could, like, think, like, wow, this person's so cool. They're driven. They're passionate. Yeah, they're sexy. Like, we just connect. Yeah. But if you're around them... And you just don't feel right or you feel bad after, like a negative feeling. Right. And that's higher awareness mm-hmm. and a lot of self-respect. Because mm-hmm. even though they might be super attractive and it seems like everything on your list. Yeah. Like, do you want to be, do you want to feel that way? But if you have low self-worth, you will. And you'll stay. 
mm-hmm. because you'll think you can change them or whatever. I yeah. saw this meme the other day. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, I can change him. I was like, okay, calm down, Bob the Builder. Like, did it? Was <laughs> it actually? Great. Did it actually? Oh, it said, calm down, Bob the, Bob Builder. the Builder on yeah. the meme. Okay, that's <laughs> on funny. The meme, yeah, um, but it's it's uh, yeah. The relationship on how you feel around people matters. Mm-hmm. Think about it. People remember not who you yeah. are, what you did, but how you made them feel. The same is true with your love life or your friends. Like, and or even mirror work. Hello, how do you feel around yourself? Because mm. everything, everything. The reason I love mirror work so fucking much, and it's powerful work. Mm. One of the biggest reasons is because everything in life is a mirror. Yep. I've- I've heard everything because I've heard like relationships are like a mirror. And what that means is everything is an opportunity for you to look at you and how you're reacting to certain things. Yeah, because it's not really them, right? It's like you can't control them anyway. And it's like an insecurity or something within you. Like if you feel some type of way about what they're doing in a negative way in a negative fashion, why do I feel this way versus why are you that way? Yes. Which is the mirror. That's Rex seeing the mirror in it all. Yeah. So it seems like a lot of. What we've talked about so far, instead of like, not what are you doing or why are you this way? Why do I feel this way about what you're doing? Yep. Mirror work, mirror. looking in the mirror. That's that's the mirror work, like in, in real life mirror work, right? Yeah. Um, or like you even mentioned before, I think mm-hmm. before recording, like you were doing that, that awareness uh, exercise a med- uh, of yes. mindfulness. Uh-huh. And then you spilt coffee on your white shirt and you were like, oh, <laughs> versus like before you'd be like, oh, my God, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and that's even recognition of a mirror like you mm-hmm. were then able to recognize you're not being attacked <laughs> by the coffee yeah like <laughs> but that's what you when you would yeah. have reacted in the past that's what it would yeah. like life is against me but you ch- change that narrative so that's awareness yeah. to even look at that like and go that. oh wow i'm changing that's cool dude yeah okay let's scoot in because the sun's getting on your oh, head is it? all right we're scooching getting in closer um next <laughs> all right next post hopefully this one doesn't have a typo you stop attracting certain people when you heal the part of you that needed them. So good. Yeah, let's repeat this. <laughs> you stop attracting certain people when you heal the part of you that needed them. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, what, I, what do I got to say on that? If you're in a pattern where you keep attracting people that treat you poorly, um, or you you're, you're you're not feeling you free in a relationship, that's awareness through the mirror work of mm-hmm. interesting. What does this have to say about me? Healing it is just seeing a higher perspective and choosing different, mm. and returning to love. Like I said earlier, of like, oh hey, I'm safe. I'm full of love. I don't need it from anybody else. I don't feel good here. So why would I stay? I respect myself so much. Why the? Why would I go through suffering yeah. to stay in this relationship? And hopefully, you change. Like I'm gonna give to you. I'm gonna love you so much. Like I'm gonna do everything I can. But at some point, you have to reckon, have the awareness and recognize: mm-hmm. Are you are are you tra- believing a lie? Mm. Are you believing a fantasy? Or like you have to date people for their reality. Yeah. I think there's so much. Um, we're like trying to hold on to love versus recognizing that it's free flowing so much man it's it's free flowing and when you love yourself and you love somebody else and then they love themselves and love you 
that then is something you can play off of. That's where you can pitch and catch. That's something that's lasting. There's, I mean, without going deep into it, there's actually like four, but really 12 different things um, that constitute a long-lasting, intimate relationship. And mm. with those, if those things are in alignment, a lot of them are mirrors. So you have to have that, and I have to have that at matching levels, and we mm. have to have that about each other. Like, you know, type of, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, dude. It's, that's why it can get complicated. But the more, <laughs> the reason I don't want to talk about it is because the more yeah. co- you complicate things, yeah. the harder it is to execute that's and take true. action. So, like, ultimately, at the end of the day, love and trust your intuition. Like, Dude, intuition. Let's talk about that. So stress <laughs> is the number one, <laughs> is the number one cause it. of um, doctor visits. The underlying cause for a disease so is, is stress. So literally, are people checking? That's why they're in a doctor's office? No, um, the HeartMath Institute. Ooh, okay. Definitely, it's amazing uh, research facility, I think, company, uh, <laughs> foundation, yeah. that does a lot of research on, on the heart. And they've actually proved that your heart speaks to your brain, not just the other way around. Huh. Um, and because you, you have a heart and embryonic development before you develop a brain. I didn't know that. So, like, your heart starts beating before your brain even is there. You know what I mean? Like, huh. okay, that says something. And um, they d- they've done a lot of studies about gratitude and why, like, all the woo-woo spiritual shit yeah. that we're talking about. They've done the hard science of what it does in your chemistry and, and physiology and everything. And um, th- they were they were do- did a study that was about doctor's visits and I, I don't know how they conducted it. I just saw the fact it was mm-hmm. like most doctor visits are because of stress. And when you're so stressed, you're, it's not stress is not an emotion. It's a lack of emotion. You're suppressing something, a truth, a desire, something you expressing yourself of your highest, fullest integrity and truth. Mm-hmm. You're suppressing it and it's bottled up in you yeah. causing stress. So, you know, you see people that are, that don't give a fuck, about anything like they're just free like flowy they like love yeah. life. like those people aren't stressed why because mm. they're letting it out mm. you know when i get pissed i we i live in santa monica when i get pissed i go to the beach and go into the ocean and scream like a banshee i'm not even joking i love it dude in the water or yes just... in the water i go in the water and i just yell Under it out water or no or above water i don't care <laughs> dude I, I can tell you do man dude props to you. you're <laughs> I like can tell you you're because <laughs> you're firing me up like how authentic you are <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's what we you. could do for this week's challenge. Go, go scream. Go, s- maybe. Hey, if you're stressed. Did you do that? I've heard someone, there's like rage destruction. Rooms? Is he rage? There's yeah, someone rage in I LA. I, I recently took a client to a rage room and we went to go yeah. rage it out. And so you break a, stuff, right? You break stuff. It's uh, just Google rage room in your city. Yeah. And um, they, they, I think they might have them. I know they have them in Toronto and LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but you literally just go into this room. You put this like protective gear on, yeah. and you go into That's this dope. room with a bunch of glassware and printers, and you just blare screamo music, and they give you a crowbar, <laughs> and you go to town. That's I'm so not. Sick. I, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I really want to do that. <laughs> it's a it's a very cathartic release because yeah. we're we're pissed, and then we just suppress it, which causes more stress. It's okay to be pissed. Like yeah. the goal of life is to be a human being that means to fully emote that's all of the emotions if you're sad cry it out like that's why a two-year-old can get over being sad or angry so fast they go from crying it out like a like a two-year-old to in two seconds later they're laughing their ass off because they're emoting they're not suppressing it Mm. but they're still 
we might think that they cry a lot, but if you probably did the, like the comparison percentages, mm-hmm. they're definitely probably in a good mood more yeah. of so of the yeah. time. That's interesting, dude. Okay. All right. Next quote. Here we go. Love isn't something you achieve. It's something you allow. Yes. <laughs> Did you give me a pump, bro? Um, we're going to the ocean. We're going to the, going ocean, to the ocean and we're going to yell. We're going to the ocean. Um, yeah. So uh, we're in a doing society. Everything's mm-hmm. about doing. And again, going back to um, heightened emotional instances and experiences in your past. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, walking. You first started walking. You took your first steps. Your parents rewarded you for that. Mm-hmm. Is there something wrong with that? I want to be clear here. No. Rightfully so. They want you to walk. Yeah. So you should be positively rewarded for walking. <laughs> yeah. What's sad, and the truth is that most of us didn't experience unconditional love. And so we, in our head, a neurological connection was I do... And then I'll get love. I'll get yes. attention. So, oh, that's I, just how I, it I, is. I performed and then I got attention. And that's our entire society right now. Yes. And so then you have people that are hyper achievers, overachievers, listening to podcasts, reading books, like doing everything they fucking can. This is me for sure. And then you go to yoga class where the teacher tells you to sit in Shavasana, which is to lay there and do nothing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what do I do? Am I doing it right? And like, How's my breathing? Because like, <laughs> you don't know how yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Which then you get into a relationship, and a relationship is not something that you achieve. You already achieved. They're they're choosing you. Great. Yeah. Now just be. Love is not just a verb. It's a it's a place you go. That's. If you're trying to do love, then you aren't being love. If you're being love, you're gonna as a byproduct do love. It'll just happen. So mm. a lot of us think that we have to confidence. For example, I want to because that was a big one for me. I have to do the work, then I get the money, girlfriend, house, car, whatever, and I'll be confident. Mm -hmm. It's flipped. I'm confident. Then I'll do the work, and then I'll get house, car, girlfriend, money, whatever. And that's where it matters more than not just saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to be disciplined to the actions, but I'm going to be devoted to to my morals, to my outcome of Mm. emotionally – because life is an emotional game. If you can master your emotions, then you can and create from that space. Watch out. But the most of the world is in either I'm just going to f- be all in my emotions and sit here and constantly heal and constantly do work and go to yoga all the time. And all, I'm all up in my emotions. We live in Santa Monica, Venice. There's tons of hippie people over here. And trust yeah. me, I'm one of them that <laughs> just sit and wallow in emotions all the time. Mm-hmm. And I ain't doing shit. Then you got the other. I used to live in Dallas, Texas. They're doing shit. And they're doing but they're it, but they don't feel being they're not being. And so it is it's harmonizing the two. It's not balancing because balance is I'm this and then I'm that and then it's and then I'm that. And it's uh, harmony is, is how can I be both right now? Yeah, I like that because we do think do you believe in duality? Yeah, right. Like, I guess that could be another like, well, similar it's, word. It's real harmony. masculine and feminine night doing and day and being night and day. It's we live in that realm. Um, the mastering part of it is how do you harmonize? Mm-hmm. Even in a relationship, how do you harmonize partners? Not balance. What the fuck? Yeah. That's 50 50, and that that just equals 100. You're two people, so 100 100. Yeah, Go for that, 200. Dude. Come on now. I love that part of it. Like, 
do you what do you think about when people say like i'm looking for my other half stop looking and start filling yourself up yeah or like because you're a whole person yeah and then even to i know if you're spiritual you're listening <laughs> to this what am i a twin my twin flame yeah like, twin flame stop labeling shit Ooh. all right you have an emotional a heightened emotional connection to somebody twin flame um life partner whatever you want to say doesn't matter but putting a label on something just as putting a label on yourself uh, as i'm diagnosed with depression you can label a relationship or a person they're they're a narcissist so in your head you just project that outcome because your brain wants to be in alignment with that belief they're my twin flame you're just going to stay if you want to stay in that suffering be my guest Mm -hmm. i know the whole twin flame thing i get it don't be so attached to the story. Just like, and then we're going a little spiritual on you guys. Let's do it. Just like the whole astrology thing, the moon charts, the, um, you know, uh, what's it called? The daily thing? Horoscope. Horoscope, um, yeah. Does it matter? Sure. And like all my spirit guides and all my angels and all of these things and I'm, I'm, I'm one with God and like God, I'm speaking and I'm, okay, this is supposed to happen on this day. Does it happen? Yeah. Whether you're aware of it or not. So... That's the interesting thing about playing in this realm is like, I'm going to pay attention to all that stuff, but I'm also going to be here. Mm-hmm. I might be aware of, cool, maybe you're my twin flame. Maybe not. Hmm. How do we know? Oh, because I read this chart. That's that chart said that. And then how do you know that where the chart came from? So would you just say like intuition? Is that really yeah. how you know? Intuition. And know it knowing too, because a lot of people think that the soulmates, twin flame thing. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for my other half. I know they're out there. Like, yeah. It's a romantic story, caused and one that is labeled with your suffering, and then you'll get love, which is not an equation that I want to live. I don't know about you. Hmm. So what's the equation you want to live? I'm love, and then I'll meet somebody, and we'll magnify that. Boom, and that's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dope human doing dope shit, loving my life, and I'm going to find somebody else like that. And then relationships don't make your life. They magnify your life. That's a really important distinction. Say that again. Relationships don't make your life. They magnify your life. Mm. So in the area of relationships, if you're always looking for your other half, if you're always suffering, if you're always heightened drama, it is a mirror showing you what's under the rug. Dang, dude. Ooh, man, dude, there's a lot to think. I'm excited to listen back to this, dude. <laughs> I am too. Um, for real, like sometimes I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just you're here. just going with it, yeah, dude. yeah. But okay. that's a, that's an interesting thing too uh-huh. on the confidence bit. Uh-huh. And for anybody out there who's entrepreneurial, you're doing podcasts, you're doing uh-huh. shit. <laughs> don't ever listen to yourself. What do you mean I by that? I never rewatch my videos. Huh. And I post IGTV videos all the time. Wait. I posted a 30 minute Instagram st- or of that story. I didn't watch it, dude. Okay, interesting talk on this why because it's good enough i'm good enough oh, dude you just <laughs> did you just because t- i was just showing you this video and you so like i'll edit it so i obviously always you have to watch it if you're editing <laughs> you know however I I, but I, that's my style i don't edit anything yeah. maybe i need to i don't know but i'll outsource that yeah so however though i do i was thinking like should i even put out this video because is it good enough is it? I don't know. Does if, yeah. it, if 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 one person gets a little bit more awareness, you think that's worth it? Yeah, dude. Cool, great. <laughs> did you get more awareness? I did. You're yeah. one person. Ooh. 
dude okay let's go you know and that's mm. the way it, my videos did did mm -hmm. and this is something that's very new for me recent is how did i feel about that video so i just did it how did i how did that make me feel speaking how did it i show up was i trying to force something mm. or was that really like my creative like expression yeah which is a, a, again devotion to the outcome not discipline because I used to I could I could sit here and oh my god I'm not in the right headspace like yeah I could discipline myself to change my state and put a video out mm -hmm. and I have before yeah but is that that's out of integrity of myself hmm. and the highest form of abandonment or misalignment in your own integrity is not paying attention to yourself in that way like what does the little kid in you need do you want to do you need to play do you need to have space what does what do you need as a person do you need to take a breather or do you need to get disciplined? You know, deep down. I'm not, what, who the fuck am I? You know deep down what your mm -hmm. truth is, what you need to do, and it's up to you to then walk that path. Mm. And do the work through healing and uh, aligning your your uh, brain to create that outcome for yourself, right? So that's why I do what I do. I help people get out of their own way so that they can stop self-sabotaging their love life. Yeah, that's cool, man. So aside all of this love and this life mission and purpose. Yeah. Just give us a, a shallow piece of Kevin. Is there a shallow piece of like what you like to do for fun or just chill or like what's just aside from what's the side of you that most people don't see? That's a really good question. Cause even in my me time by myself, mm -hmm. I'm all mission. Like I'm hanging mm -hmm. out with my friends and I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, that was that pattern. And that's not, I, it, it keeps me up at night. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. even joking. Like, the, that, what I said, uh, like, I'm scared to, like, not yeah. fulfill the mission. You yeah. know what I mean? So I am very mission-driven. Um, I would say my meme game is really strong. <laughs> and my gift game is even stronger. And mm -hmm. uh, I would say I'm, like, just a, I'm just a whack person. <laughs> like, I'm just – I my wardrobe, if you were to see my full wardrobe, you'd be like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I have Why? some weird piece – I have like a gold sequin suit and like a uh. full like I don't know I just have like really expressive stuff because I like to express myself. Yeah. Um, I used to play Xbox professionally mm -hmm. and I used to Ooh. play paintball professionally. Dang. Uh, in middle school, I want to play paintball again. Something I want to pick <laughs> up again. But yeah. But that's cool though. I think because why I kind of asked that is for myself as well. Even in my downtime. Yeah. I'm watching podcasts, but to like learn. Right. You know, but that's what I love. Yeah. It's because I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, like, but I love the gym and sure, like mm -hmm. meditation, but I don't have any of those. Like, it's okay if you do, but I don't have any of those just kind Vices, of. Vices, if you will. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed with this thing. Yeah. 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 I get it. And, um, you know, it's, uh, there's a quote, again, mission, there's a quote in mm -hmm. uh, Avengers Ooh. where I think Thanos said it. Uh, to Tony Stark, he's like, you're not the only one cursed with the gift of knowledge. And I could say the same thing. You're not the only one cursed with the gift of a mission. Mm. We know what we're here. We're, we're on a fucking mission. It, to it, to chills, a degree, dude. it's a curse. Because, like, it's hard for me to turn off and just yeah. be. Like, and just, I agree. just not think about it all. Yeah. Like, even, you know. Um, but I do love it. So it's, it's, yeah. a, an interesting, it's an interesting thing. Even, like, last night, I watched the new Joker movie fucking marvelous by the way i love the joker and yeah. that was an insanely epic movie yeah. 
And as somebody who studies psychology, it was even more interesting because mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, and I, I'm, I'm coaching, right? Like in yeah. the fucking movie and getting more awareness. I'm like, wait, stop. <laughs> Just watch the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I would say free time, I kind of do extreme things. So I'll go travel somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'll go to a gun range. I'll play paintball. I'll, like, just let my inner child out to play. What mm. is, does little Kevin want to go to the beach and go play in the sand? Cool. Because I do that every morning. So maybe mm-hmm. that's part of, mm-hmm. you know. I like that, dude. Okay. So there's a part of this show where I call I call it Scroll My Soul. Scroll My Soul. That's like right, that. baby. And what that means is through conversations, podcasts, ideas, journaling, I write down quotes of my own or other people, kind of like what we just did earlier okay. with yours. And then I randomly scroll here, and then I'll stop, and then I just pick something, and just I would like you to expand or um, on the thought. On the thought, cool. I love this idea. <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay. That's that's funny. We just talked about this. Perfect. Um, there isn't a quick return. If your mission is to change the world, you you better be in it for the long haul. There so, isn't a quick return. What do you mean? So essentially, like, it's not going to happen quickly if your mission is to change oh, the world. Oh, a return on your time and investment. Yeah, you okay. better be in it for the long haul. Yeah. So even though you're obsessed with this mission and you don't want to die without right. making a big impact, do you still have that? Are you cognizant of the compound effect that it has to take day in, day out? Um. I'm drawing a blank. Who's the guy that did Apple? Created Steve Apple. Jobs? Steve Jobs? Yeah. Steve Jobs said it best mm-hmm. where you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Yeah. So in the moment, you're like, why the fuck am I doing this? Why am I doing this podcast? Like, oh my God. Like, it's not, it, uh-huh. you know, it doesn't add up, doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it literally is just, you just keep going and keep chugging and yes. one day at a time. And it will pay off. The tonality, though, and how you wrote that was very, or even how, probably how you said it, was um, coming from your inner critic of mm. like, just do it. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like versus it'll happen. Mm. You know what I mean? Like make it happen. Ah! Like <laughs> even though I do have that weird fear of like dying yeah. uh, and not fulfilling my mission, there is also like it'll happen. Again, polarity and duality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's interesting, too, because in order to, to be positively rewarded for anything, you have to feel progress. Yeah. Right. So, you know, there's this, um, stuff that, you know, I, I live it by bulletproof labs, uh, upgrade labs. Dude, I want to go so, there. Yeah. It's a really good place. Mm-hmm. And they have this spray that you, sp- I don't know the science of it. My friend told me you like spray it in your nose every day and it's supposed to, to like, you know, get into your skin and get into your blood uh-huh. and it helps something with like your cells creating more mitochondria. That's basically anti-aging. The energy house, baby. But it's really ex- <laughs> it's really expensive, and you'll never know if it'll work until you're older. Huh. So it's kind of like why would it, it, you know me and my friend have talked about this? Like, I don't want to keep just spending money. Like, it's not doing anything for me right now. Right uh-huh. now, like we, that that instant gratification thing. Yeah. Is like, why would I do this? And so, it's, it's it's interesting, right? Like, okay, cool. Like, I'm gonna be for the past seven years i don't know <laughs> i've mm-hmm. been like on this quest and on this journey and like finding helping people in this way like da, 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 like why what's the point 
it's like having faith and really seeing that long vision. So it's not getting it's it's an interesting thing. Keeping your eye on the prize, if you will, and seeing mm-hmm. the, the the intention and the mission. And also, as we talk about mission for everybody listening, you can also think about your love life. Same th- same difference or even physically mm-hmm. where you want to be goal. OK, goal. Mission. But then you have to go to the gym, eat right, do the podcast, do mm-hmm. the research, uh, work on your emotional intelligence, and like do the healing work. There's no immediate reward for that. You go to the except for going to the gym, you'll feel a little bit better. Yeah, eating broccoli, you'll be like ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's uh-huh. it's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think the fitness uh, movement happened recently is because you do feel better. You're moving your body. You're mm-hmm. emoting. So you're less stressed. Um, and then, you know, with, with business, it could be a little bit different. And it, depending on what you think s- creates momentum or, or uh, a positive return is, if you're just thinking money, then it, hey, it'll, it'll be a roller coaster. Um, if you're thinking impact or creativity, it's a different story. Hmm. Uh, same thing with, with working on, like, healing and working on your trauma and stuff with your love life it's going to feel like you're moving backwards in the beginning. Ooh, why? Because everything was great before I joined Kevin's <laughs> Kevin's uh, program, and now, like, I'm crying every day, and, like, what the fuck? Okay. Because okay. it's so new. And we're, like, literally peeling back the Band-Aid that you put in on a wound, and we're poking at it, and we're putting fucking alcohol on it so it'll you know what i mean yeah. like it it's ugh. stinging man it's, yeah that's and the thing it, yeah it hurts <laughs> it's like yeah it hurts <laughs> but like that's how you heal it yeah man you know like and then like <laughs> actually giving time and paying attention to it is how you heal it faster um it's easier to avoid if you feel better in the, in the short term that's why people are addicted to whether it's sex drugs alcohol yeah. escapism like watching movies yeah. and there's nothing wrong with any of that shit it's just the intention motive matters and intention is everything or the reliance on u- it what are you using it for why are yeah. you doing that thing and even you know i mentioned this it's a, it's a weird thing that we're talking about this whole conversation because it's been polarity a duality mm-hmm. it's like this but also this like yeah and that's the think the the interesting thing uh with life if is like it is both you're not supposed to give a fuck what other people think of you but you also care <laughs> you know like you're not like you're yeah. supposed to be tough skinned but also like an open big heart and um it's discernment on when which energy is needed of you and integrating both sides you are supposed to be masculine and feminine you are supposed to, oh, I'm going to trigger some people. You are supposed to be light and dark. Mm-hmm. Going back to the beginning of this podcast, I wouldn't be right here, right now, where I am today, helping as many people as I've helped and on the path that I'm on if it wasn't for my own darkness. Mm-hmm. At all. And hate, anger, stress is a lack of love, gratitude, presence. It's just like darkness is a lack of light. Cold mm. is a lack of heat. So that's why love quite literally is the answer. Like just. Hmm. Dang, dude. You're going to give, man, you've give, given some stuff. People need to just go take a bubble bath and <laughs> <laughs> listen to Enya after this, man. Right, right. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Like with, with the, sh- you know, shadow work, l- looking into yeah. your darkness. It's mm-hmm. all it is, is looking at what you've been avoiding. Mm-hmm. It's just painful, which is why it's called shadow. But man, that's what I'm all about. Like, so my, the motto of Golink is embrace the challenge. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I was, I lived that for five years mm-hmm. and it, 
I was just it was unnecessary challenge. I was creating yeah. a challenge for myself just for the sake of challenge and I've just for the sake well. of strive <laughs> and just for the sake of hustle because I got to yeah. as a masculine force, you got to feel some resistance on something and push and it's like when you can integrate the feminine of like wait, I can like actually draw it to me. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. So, I quit my job almost 4 weeks ago and I've felt that because life has almost been too easy for me. And so I'm learning so in, to in embrace a, that. That challenge. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. And that's the thing, right? It can, it can always come back because I'm like, I feel kind of like, whoa, like, look where I am. Beautiful weather. I can pay to be here. Like, chilling, having one amazing conversation a day. Did a workout, great smoothie. And then, you know, mm. and it's like, but I feel like uneasy because I'm like, okay, because I'm not doing it. So there's this quote that's, that says it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. What are your I have thoughts a, on this. I have a quote that says it's okay to be okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I love that, man. <laughs> we're so attached to our problems in society. Oh. And it's like who has the bigger problem? This isn't a fucking problem measuring contest. Like <laughs> it's a freak like Hey, do you want to measure problems? You know, yeah. Ba- that's what people do. Yeah. I'm not even joking. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, like let you got to drop that. Talk about your wins. Talk about how yeah. you feel good and find fr- friends and people that are doing that. It's not egotistical to talk about how awesome you are. And then going back to talking, maybe you aren't okay. The duality. Oh, yeah. And then maybe mm-hmm. it, everything's seasonal. Yeah. Everything is seasonal. I went mm-hmm. through a dark time two weeks ago. Been out of it. But it was, like, dark as fuck. Haven't pulled an all-nighter in, like, two years. All-nighter, just crying my eyes out. Dang, r- bro. Wrestling with some shit. And it's interesting because the deeper that I go in my darkness, the more tools I have to help other people. You know, there was some stuff out of that instance that I know I'm going to be releasing in about a year, year and a half that's Mm. really going to help people. So. (laughs) Dude, this has been awesome, man. Woo. Okay, dude. Well, dude, I really appreciate this, man. Thank you. Seriously. um, Is there anything else on your heart? that you're feeling right now that you thought about recently? A big thing with intuition mm-hmm. is I have a saying that's uh, what would love do. Mm-hmm. So you don't like, you know, something happens in life. You start feeling like a failure. You're beating yourself up. Somebody dumps you. You get fired or even some good stuff, right? Like what would love do? Act from that space that puts things through the filter of your heart and then you'll mm. live with more freedom and more love in your life. Quite literally. I love it, man. Yeah. Dude, this has been incredible. And now it's time to go take a boba bath. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Get some self-care in. That's Thanks right, so dude. much, man. You're the man, dude. Thank you. Adios. All righty, y'all. If you loved this episode, if you loved Kevin, come join us at the Golden Retreat happening February 6th through 9th, San Diego, at a beach house, all-inclusive, food, yoga, all the fun stuff. And you'll get to work with Kevin and amazing other instructors because we're capping it at 10 and the reason why we're capping um the attendees at 10 is so we can do real work with and real progress so because these conferences are usually you know hundreds or thousands of people but we're bringing together a team that is going to just uncover your deepest and raw potential and you're going to blow your own mind because of the work and the progress we're going to make i'm so excited I was talking about it with someone earlier today and they were stoked to sign up and I'm just like, oh man, I'm so excited. But 
just because we really are going to make so much progress. So come see Kevin, come see other amazing people. Um, click the link in the description so you can reserve your spot. See Kevin, see all these amazing other people so you can see who else is going to be there. This week's challenge is inspired by Kevin and his brand, The Heart Guy. So we want you to get out of your head and into your heart. And we're going to switch things up this week a little bit. So I'm going to be announcing many challenges each day on social media. So make sure you go follow me at Golink Group. And each day we'll announce heart-centric exercises to get out of your head. So we want to get out of our head, stop overthinking, and just into our heart and feeling. And here's what the couple first days look like. So day one, ask someone what the best part of their day was. It's that simple. So just doable things. Ask someone what the best part of their day was. The second day, forgive yourself for a negative thought, right? So if you think, oh, I don't look that good today, just, hey, forgive yourself. It's okay that I had that thought. Those thoughts just pop into my head. And if you have a negative thought, just think three positive ones to replace it, right? So our challenge is to get out of your head and into your heart. Make sure you go follow Kevin at The Heart Guy. Follow me at Golink Group, and we want to see how you're doing this week's challenges. So tell us when you ask someone what the best part of their day was, day was, what they said, like such a simple action, did it blow their mind and they went into a big story and they tell you how much they needed that. Like, I want to hear those stories. Kevin wants to hear those stories. So tune in to see what we're up to. Follow me at Golink Group, holler at me and Kevin. We want to see how you're embracing this week's challenge. Thank you all for listening. Leave a review if you enjoyed the episode. I appreciate you all so much. Um, we have some exciting things. Hopefully, I see you at the retreat. And remember, if it's anyone, it's you. If it's any time, it's now. My name is Ben. I love you. Have an amazing day.